have to do any research. Just watch these videos multiple times a week, throw in these props, and let the money roll in. Got four of you today, two from the Boston game, two from the Miami game. Before I get to that, don't forget to like and subscribe over on the SharpSide channel so you know exactly when these videos come out so you can get these props in and let the money roll in. SharpSide has launched a brand new streak contest that can have you getting paid to make free picks. Running now through April 6th, SharpSide users are invited to build a streak for free using the SharpSide app for a chance to win. All you have to do is fire up the SharpSide app and make a free lock bet pick in an attempt to start building a streak. Lock bets are eligible on any pick in the SharpSide app not favored by more than minus 140. Consecutive winning lock bets build a streak. Once you get a streak of six, you'll start earning real prizes. Every winning lock bet that extends your streak above six gets you paid in FanDuel dollars. And there are prizes of 10, 20, 50, and $100 for each winning selection up for grabs. This is your chance to turn your free picks into real prizes and parlay those prizes into even more winnings with FanDuel. If your lock bet loses, though, you'll have to start over with a new streak. If you don't already have the SharpSide app, download it now for either iOS or Android and create a free account and start working to build your streak today. Remember, it's totally free to play, so don't miss out. For more details, visit SharpSide.com or the SharpSide app. Best of luck. All right, let's get to my first prop here. Is it two out of three more or less in the Boston game? All right, so we've already gotten news. Tatum is out. You know what that means. More usage to go around for all the guys that are on the floor here. Super simple. Walker gets a massive buff, averaging 46 points per 36 minutes. Probably going to play a decent amount of minutes here. 38.5 is way too low of a number. Considering that this is a good matchup, too, Kemba should absolutely smash here without Tatum on the floor. So this number is way too low. You take the more. Next up, Brown, same thing. Haven't pegged for around 40 points. Monkey Knife hasn't pegged for 34.5 points. You go over. It's that simple. Every projection system hasn't pegged for more than this. He's going to end up with more than this. He's going to play a boatload of minutes. He's going to get a bunch of usage. It's the perfect spot going up against Detroit. You just pound it. Next up, Drummond, more or less than 45.5. Again, Blake Griffin's still out. Christian Wood is out, so he might play more minutes. These might be out, which means Cantor is going to start in Cantor. Not a great defender. They don't really have any big men to take care of Drummond. Drummond should absolutely smash in this spot. I'm taking the more on 45.5 because that number is way too low. All right, next up, we have my second prop. It's a two out of three rapid fire in the Boston game. Already kind of went through this. Kemba getting seven and a half versus Drummond. This is a fairly close line here, but I think the edge is to Kemba here. He smashes without Tatum on the floor here. Should get all the usage in the world, and it's a good matchup. Drummond, it's a good spot for him too. He may end up crushing, but even if he does, I'm not going to be surprised if Kemba closes in on the 50-point mark here on this matchup. So he's getting seven and a half points. Just way too much for him to be getting. You take him and you move on. Next up, Brown versus Rose. Rose has been playing a decent amount of minutes. He's been playing really well recently. This is not an easy matchup for him. Going up against Boston, they may be able to shut him down a decent amount here. And Brown already said it. He is a guy that is going to crush without Tatum in the game. You take Brown. He's only giving up one and a half. It's real simple to me. Next up, Hayward versus Smart. Hayward gets a much bigger boost without Tatum on the floor than Smart does. Hayward going to have more consistent minutes. Hayward projected for around eight more points than Smart here. I'm rolling with Hayward just because he's only giving up three and a half, and that's way too low of a number. All right, next up, we have my third prop here. It is a two out of three rapid fire in the Miami game. All right, so Butler going up against DeRozan. This is a great matchup for Butler. This is a tough matchup for DeRozan. DeRozan may very well be shut down. I know he comes in this game in decent form, but 
Getting five and a half points is not nearly enough for me. I have Butler pegged for around 10 more points than DeRozan here. The guy is on a tear recently, and there's a fantastic match. San Antonio just not very good at playing defense. They're not very good on the road. I'm not going to be surprised at all if this game ends up blowing out, and Miami's the one that's blowing them out here. They have been the best team at home so far this season, and San Antonio's a team that struggles on the road. So I'm taking Butler. Same thing with Bam going up against LMA. Game might blow out. LMA has a What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Roto Grinders flagship show. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, back with one of my buddies, Kirk Dees. How's it going over there, my man? Doing well, doing well. How about yourself? Pretty good. Excited for NBA. I've had a pretty nice stretch over the past week or so. So uh, excited to get after it and kind of talk about this slate with you. How have you been doing so far this NBA season? Uh, I've been crushing. Yeah, crushing on the Yahoo as usual? Exactly. Yep. 
Yeah, man. Uh, if you haven't checked out Yahoo, it's not one of our sponsor sites, but it's an awesome site to go on over and play at. So check that out. It's a place where Kirk does a ton of stuff, and he does a uh, little Yahoo article that will show uh, throughout the show for you guys. But uh, before we kind of dive in and talk about the NBA slate, I do want to ask you guys a couple things. First off, we got here. Uh, we are doing a like and subscribe promotion here. If we get 225 likes, you get Meansy's core plays. And I'll put up now. Here's a picture of it. There's a nice article. Uh, so 225 likes, if you guys could right now, go on over there. Hit the like and subscribe on the video for Meansy's core plays. And I'll ask you, Kirk, you read it every single day. Uh, how's Meansy's core plays? And what do you think about it? I read it. It's the first place I start. Actually, I well, it depends on how much time I have for a slate. Uh, the grind down notorious grind down is usually the first if I have a bunch of time and then I read, you know, I follow it up with the core plays. But uh, when I uh, don't have a ton of time like I did today, because I was writing my own article and whatnot, I didn't have the time to go through 10 games on Noto. So I just, uh, you know, read uh, Meansy's core plays. Yeah, for sure. Check out those core plays. And also, we, we got 150 likes yesterday, and that was because Crane was doing the show. So we got the taller task to get 225, and we got the Situation Room is free today. So uh, if you guys haven't, Devin should be dropping that in the chat for you guys. Check that out. It's free today. It has tons of awesome content in there. It tells you kind of the if-then things with the uh, news coming here at 530 soon with the injury report. We can kind of tackle that. Uh, you know, let's go on to the next thing, Kirk. We got to talk about the SharpSide app. Uh, I don't know if you uh, use the SharpSide app too often, but we got a streak contest going on over there starting on January 1st. We've got a new streak contest, and the goal is to reward users using for FanDuel credit. The longer the streak you get, Kirk, if you get five, you know, if you get five locks in a row, you end up getting $10 in FanDuel credit. If you get 10 locks, I think it, then it goes up to 20, and it can go all the way up to 30 locks in a row. So you got to kind of Get streaking and do pretty good there. Uh, it's got to be a minus 140 prop or below. Uh, my advice is do the player props. Uh, it's, it's correlated to DFS, and those are easier than doing normal bets. Uh, my prop that I'm going to give you guys today, Kirk, it's uh, Al Horford over on 13.5 points. And the reason why I like it is that matchup against the Brooklyn Nets, it's a good one, right? Uh, we love to attack the Nets with centers, and that's a great spot for Al Horford today. How about you? You got a lock for the people? If I had to pick a lock, I would tell everybody to – What's the the line on uh, the Houston Rockets against the Blazers? Yeah, right uh, I think it's about eight and a half, nine. Okay, I would. This is a, a good bounce back spot after a um, tough loss last night for the Rockets. A fresh Russell Westbrook. Portland is just a mess defensively. You know, we know that they're just they, uh, people don't talk enough about how poor they are on the defensive end this season. Um, so uh, that would be my lock. I would say take uh, the Houston Rockets minus eight and a half tonight. Yeah, they're so poor that they're giving Hassan Whiteside uh, to the bench, right, for Anthony Tolliver. I don't know if you saw it the other night. He had a uh, he had a double uh, double double game, which is really odd for a guy like Anthony Tolliver. So I'm with you. I'm not the biggest fan of those, uh, you know, Portland Trailblazers. Um, let's see. Uh, we actually had some news that came in the Sixers. They're looking to go more uh, three point shooters, so that's going to be really good for this game. I'm excited to talk about Ben Simmons later. So that's some news that just came in, and we got tons of news filing in here. Uh, before we kind of dive into some of the news, let's talk about the RG badge promo. I don't know if you guys have checked that out here over on Roto Grinders, but if you haven't, you put the RG badge on your uh, logo and, uh, you know, you end up placing in like, I think it's the top 10 or first place in a GPP. You get some free RG premium. So check that out. We got four new guys rocking the RG badge. We got Luck Black. We got Juice T22. D. Serensitis. I can't say his name too well, but uh, welcome to the gang. And then we got uh, Lev M joining the crew. So uh, thank you guys for rocking the RG badge. I'm sure you're rocking that RG badge, right, Kirk? Uh, Juice T. What's up, baby? How you doing? I like that name. So uh, hit the like button, uh, Juice T. 
All right. Juice T22, thanks for joining us. What were you going to say, Kirk? No, no, go ahead. Yeah, no, Juicy, thanks a lot for joining us. I don't know, that could be the juice on Twitter. I don't know if you check out the uh, those videos. Those are always some good times uh, and some good laughs on Twitter. But uh, listen, guys, let's dive in. Let's talk about this slate. Uh, we're going to start off talking about the biggest, probably the biggest chalk on the slate, uh, you know, LeBron James. Uh, he's one of the better spend-up options on the entire slate. We're going to talk about the top-end range here, Kirk. Uh, LeBron, how are you approaching him on this slate? Because I think he's one of the best spend-up options. Yeah, I mean, you you want to play him, right? Uh, so let's talk about DraftKings pricing. Is that what we're going to go off of kind of? Uh, yeah, we can go off DraftKings pricing. If you want to, you know, in the chat, if you guys want to break down, you know, FanDuel, Yahoo, feel free to ask any questions on that. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll mainly stick to some DraftKings pricing. So LeBron's nice and cheap. He's 10.4. They, everybody's, you know, it could spend, we've been, you know, dealing with this Anthony Davis. Is he going to play? He's not going to play. So they didn't price him up quite high enough. So 10.4 is still a great price for no AD. Only problem is the matchup, uh, the pace of this game. Um, Orlando just plays at a pretty slow pace. Um, but, you know, I mean, he's as, as safe as it gets, too, for a stud tonight. So LeBron is definitely in play. I think there's some angles to play for GPPs where you can fade him for sure. But uh, as far as, like, cash games, I think you're locking him in. Yeah, I think so. How about GPPs? Are you going overweight on him, underweight? How would you approach him? It all depends on my on my overall lineup construction, but um, I you know I, I think that there's there's we have plenty of good studs tonight, right? And some of them are going to see some lower than normal ownership. Um, the problem is is pricing. Like Luca and Harden are just so much more expensive. If they were like a thousand dollars cheaper, then uh, it would be it would be pretty easy to try to to try to you know try to beat them. But uh, man, I think I'll, I'll be overweight on LeBron in general tonight and. Uh, but I, you still should take advantage of some lower ownerships on some of the other studs. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm definitely with you on that. One of the guys at the top, if you got Harden, Luca, LeBron, uh, and Jokic, those are like the four guys above the 10K range. One of the guys I like to pivot to a lot is a guy like Jokic. You know, we have someone like Enos Cantor who could end up being kind of chalky today. And maybe spending up at center could be a bit contrarian. Uh, I know he's a guy that you like and you have in your Yahoo article. So talk to me about Jokic a little bit and how you'd approach him on this slate. Um, love him on Yahoo. He's the guy, if I can get, you know, I'm always looking for high end centers. I'm always looking for double centers on Yahoo. If I can get to Jokic at center, then that's the guy I want. I mean, this matchup is great. First of all, he's been amazing. He's averaged like 54 fantasy points. At least that's uh FanDuel Yahoo scoring over the last four games gets the Hornets who are the second best matchup, I believe in basketball for opposing centers. Um, it's actually, they played a slower pace, which actually to me helps Jokic just because, you know, he takes a little time to get down the court and whatnot, um, and seems to struggle in some of those high pace, fast pace matchups. So I love the matchup for him. Um, plus like you look at the, you know, they, they lost Bismack Biombo. Um, so like you look at who he's going to be matching up with in this game and, uh, it just, it should just be a absolute smash spot for him. No, yeah, I'm uh, with you. You got your article here, Kirk. You said you, he averages uh, 54 fantasy points per game over his last four games and gets the Hornets, and being at home, too, is great for the uh, Nuggets, too, because they're one of the best home teams in the league. Yeah, I'm on board there. This price is a little tough. I mean, it's pretty funny that he's priced right uh, like near LeBron on uh, DK. So I'm assuming he's going to have some lower than normal ownership here. Yeah. On, on uh, RG, our projected ownership, we have LeBron at 
let me see. Let me hit refresh on this because, you know, Jamino, he's always out there tinkering the ownerships. Uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, Chop says he falls asleep, but, uh, you know, I got faith. Jamino's probably tinkering with him now. And he's got, he bumped him from 26% to 31%, and he moved Jokic down from 3% to 2%. So, uh, yeah, that's a lot of uh, leverage opportunity there, I think. And and with the other guys too, right? Lucas at 5%, Harden's at 3% in that 236.5 total. So, um, you know, what do you think about Harden and Lucas pivots? Are they too pricey for you? Harden's too pricey, twelve point four. But I mean, man, like if there's a, he just has he he brings the monster upside. Period. Um, probably will be fired up. But you have to you have to imagine that after the you know a back to back like last night in the fast paced matchup that maybe Russell Westbrook takes control of this one tonight. So I think you're going to see a lot of Westbrooks happening, a lot of, a lot of shots from uh, Westbrook. Um, but so I'll, I'll probably stay clear. But Luca is the one that's interesting to me. Right, like he's been struggling lately. Um, just hasn't had that big game. The reason why is because uh, the Sacramento is now. If you look at Sacramento from just like a pace standpoint, you think that they're a slow paced team, right? Like they're twenty seventh in pace, right? So a big pace down spot for Luca. But over they they came out and basically Buddy and De'Aaron Fox. Once De'Aaron Fox got healthy, they said this team is going to start running now. Like that's all we have is we need to get back to last season. Just run, 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 run. So over the last uh, six games, they're actually ranked third in pace right now. So I think this game will play at a lot faster pace than people are expecting. Therefore, and also I don't think that the Kings really can match up that well with him. I think there's a lot of a lot of going to be a lot of opportunities for Luca, and he's played pretty poorly. So I think he's going to be motivated. So like, and he should be low owned. He's probably going to get him like what five percent ownership tonight. Yeah, and we got J three in the chat. He's saying you know uh, Luca only played twenty minutes uh, last night, and I, I yeah, the, it was a it was, was it a twenty blow- on the dot. I know it was a blowout, but did he only actually. No, he played 27, which again, that's yeah. low. That's low. He, he can go in the high 30s, and he's a young guy. I, I'm not expecting him to be limited at all. Uh, we also have other guys in the chat. What's your thoughts on if you play Luka and you talk about this fast pace of the Kings uh, in tournaments, who do you want to run it back with? You want Fox, Buddy, Bielitsa, who had the random 50 fantasy point game, was on fire, Bagley. Uh, who are some of the better runbacks with a guy like Luka in your game stack? Okay, so um, if I'm doing a game stack, so that that comes down to like theory, right? Like, because uh, I know there's a lot of talk about running it back. If you're going to play this, you got to play someone. An NBA, I don't believe that to be honest with you. Yes, I like it for like the the correlation purposes for like if you get a game that you know stays neck and neck and you get all the minutes out of people, or if it goes to overtime, sure. Um, sometimes it makes sense like for blowout reasons and whatnot, but like. Basically, in NBA, I just want to find the best plays and the highest upside plays for my overall lineup. So I wouldn't – it wouldn't be mandatory that I run it back with anybody, but um, the two guys, obvious guys, are, are De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Buddy Hyde, Buddy Heald. But Buddy Hyde, as Chop says. Yeah, no, uh, lo- love the uh, love the Buddy Hyde. He's definitely gotten a little bit cheaper, and Fox has been crushing it lately. Uh, we'll get to them. Uh, anything else you want to talk about with these top-end guys, uh, or you want to move on to the uh, 9K-ish range? I mean, who, 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 what are you thinking? You asked me, but yeah, I mean, LeBron is obviously like in cash games. I, I absolutely love. And then I think Jokic is a really good tournament pivot. Uh, I'll admit I'm not playing as much tournaments over on DraftKings today, more on FanDuel. Cause I got some of those tickets, right. That uh, big slam contest is going on over there. I think paying up for a guy like Jokic could be a really nice route to go. So uh, yeah, I'm, he's definitely kind of the, the number two guy for me. And then I probably lean going maybe Luca over uh, Harden if you force me to pick. Kind of like the pace stuff you talked about. Like I said I like Harden, but uh, you know Westbrook back. Uh, I get it. Portland's really bad on defense, but I, I don't think I need to be uh, going to Harden today personally. 
Yeah, I mean, we got a stacked mid-range that we're going to get into, too. Yeah, let's dive into it. We'll, we'll go to the mid-range. Let's dive into some of these 9K guys because I have a couple questions for you. Westbrook 9.6, is that too much? Uh, I think the two guys in the 9K range specifically I like, it's Drummond, I think is sort of kind of interesting because if this was a week ago, we would absolutely love Andre Drummond in this spot. Uh, against the Celtics, you could see him absolutely crushing. In tournaments, no one's going to play him. And then the other guy is Zach Levine at 9.3K. Is he too expensive for you against the Wizards team that's awful? No, uh, he's not too expensive. I think, I mean, he's in play. I mean, the dude's been putting up 50 burgers left and right um, lately. So he's definitely in play. I mean, this is a, this is like the Holy Grail matchups, right? They play at the fast pace. Um, so you get a huge pace up spot. They leak fantasy production all over the place and his usage, like he's seen basically North of 30% usage in pretty much like every game for a while now. So I mean, this guy leads the team in minutes and uh, in usage for the Bulls. So, like, he's definitely in play. And, and if uh, if it's it might be an opportunity to play him more at reduced ownership. So I like that. Um, who was the other one you said? Um, I talked about uh, Drummond a little bit. Like, uh, I, if this was a week ago, you'd be all over Drummond, right? Uh, he has to be sort of kind of in play, right? The price is cheap at 9.4K. And is he going to get showcased for, like, a trade possibly? Well, is he going to play hard? So he got benched after – for not playing hard enough in the, in the last game. And he crushed everybody's lineups um, in a fabulous spot. And he got worked by uh, Okafor, like absolutely just embarrassed by uh, Okafor, which should be embarrassing. So if he has any sort of heart, right, which he should. And after getting, you know, after getting benched in the last game, he, I'm expecting him to come out with some fire in this one. Now it's a tough matchup for sure. Yes. He, the Celtics don't really have anyone that can, that can bang with them, but they're, they're just really good again for production against uh, the, the center position. So they're just, they just play tough overall defense as a team. Um, you know, so they're, they're sixth in DVP versus the center position. There's going to be a lot of rebounding opportunities, but yeah, I do like him just because of the price at 9400 So, it, you know, it could go two ways, right? Like, this guy could be could have checked out. He could be upset with the team. He could be upset with the coach. Like, imagine dealing with Dwayne Casey. Dwayne Casey's a terrible coach. And imagine dealing with him and being on just, like, this terrible team forever and ever and ever. Like, so it, it only makes sense that this guy's upset at the moment. And it's not a good sign that he was benched in the last game for for lack of, you know, trying. So, I mean, it could go one of two ways. So, yeah, I take definitely. It's a good spot to take a chance, though. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that. I think in GBPs, it makes a ton of t- sense to take a shot on a guy like that. Um, l- let's talk about one guy who's a little bit cheaper, who I really like. Uh, it's Ben Simmons, and uh, if you're looking at the screen now, I'll kind of give you a peek on why I like Ben Simmons here. One, I mean, it's the Brooklyn Nets, right? The pace is always good, but if you look at our defense versus archetype tool, if you look at how distributors do against a guy like Kyrie Irving, he gets a massive usage upgrade versus average at 16%. It's 15.92%, and his shots versus average gets. 22.57%. And people might be wondering why, you know, why do I want to play Ben Simmons? Like he's been good lately and we've seen him explode. The other day, I think he had 36 points at half and then he only ended with 44 fantasy points. And you might be wondering why did that happen against the Pacers? And that's because they ran the offense more through Josh Richardson. That's just what they ended up doing. But it shows here that in this matchup, things are going to be really funneled through Ben Simmons. I think he's a really great play and could really have 50 fantasy points uh, and have a massive, massive ceiling game, even get to 60 here. Uh, how about you, Kirk? What do you think about a guy like Ben Simmons and other guys in this range like the Aaron Fox who you discussed? Uh, I, I like Simmons. Now, 
he did only put up 36 points against them the last time they met in mid mid December. The thing that's nice is that um, the Nets are 25th in DVP versus opposing point guards. You like the defense versus arc archetype too as well. Um, and there's potential for peripheral stats in this game, right? Like their Nets are 21st in opponent blocks per game. They're 20th in opponent steals. So, and then we have, obviously we've got Embiid out now. Embiid, if you run the court IQ numbers as uh, Andy Means in his core plays article, that if you hit the like button now, we'll be free for everybody tomorrow. Um, but just hit the like button and do me a favor anyway, right? Right. Yeah, listen, just, uh, well, here's like, the thing, Chris. Like, let's just say this now. If if you just hit the like button now and we can get to 225, we don't have to do this anymore. I don't got to mention it anymore. So hit the like button now. Let's just get it out of the way. Hop on over while you're watching the video. Uh, you know, Hit that like button. We'd appreciate it. Um, but uh, anyway, so um, there, there's, so there's the, the chance for the peripheral stats, right? Uh, Embiid is out and means he wrote up that it really doesn't affect his rate numbers. But what it does affect is his minutes. Right. So like they just need him on the floor. Right. So just look at his minutes in the last certain amount, 40 minutes, 37 minutes, 39 minutes, 38 minutes, 42 minutes. So you're getting so like you can realistically count on 38 plus minutes in this game in a great matchup. Um, as long as this game stays tight. Now, it is a back to back for the Nets and, you know, they can come out flat and things could could be ugly. But, you know, we can't predict that per se. So. Um, I just like the minute upside. So like the, who are the other guys that, that are going to be really chalky that are going to be good plays like Kemba, Kemba Walker is like inexpensive, but the thing with Kemba is he doesn't have that 40 minute upside. Right. So yeah, that- I, I, yeah, all those Celtics are going to be chalky and you can just pay up a little bit. And speaking of the Celtics, we just got some news. Uh, Thice has been upgraded to available tonight. So um, let, let's just go and pivot to that right now, Chris. And then we'll kind of get back to talking about, uh, you know, going, going down the uh, salary range. How are you approaching the Celtics tonight? Cause it's one of the more important situations. Now that we got this nice news, uh, it's something to kind of talk about. So how do you want to approach these guys? Um, I, I mean, I always anticipated him playing. So uh, I like Daniel Tice as a play tonight. Yeah. Is he going to be a guy that people don't look at maybe now because, you know, he was all day long. He had that questionable tag and we didn't know what was going to happen. Could he just go a little under own and be interesting? Um, well, so I, I, th- I thought most people, well, I guess maybe people were assuming cause he had the actual Q tag, but if you read anything in the, like any like beat reporters, the Celtics, everyone expected him to be back and playing tonight. So I was just always anticipating him playing. Um, I'm not sure how it affects. I think he's going to get ownership. He's going to pop in projections, right? Like he's going to pop at least on Yahoo. He's absolutely dead. He's minimum price completely. So he's going to pop. And so he's going to pick up a lot of ownership. Um, I'm going to play him though. Anyway. Yeah, definitely have to agree with you on that. Uh, you know, Thice is definitely a good play. How about Kemba Brown, all those other values I have right here and I can pull it up. Uh, I, I got the uh, the Boston usage situation. I had a Tice off the court, but I'll put him uh, back on the court here. You can run the court IQ. Uh, who are some of the other guys? When I run this uh, query here, we get a uh, nice little show of the usage going on and everything. Obviously, guys like Tremont Waters and Taco Fall, they only play 20 minutes each, right? They don't really matter that much, Kirk. We see Kemba Walker. He gets a 32.2% usage bump and a 1.36 fantasy point per minute guy on the court. Um, he's chalky, but over underweight, what are you doing with him? And a guy like Jalen Brown, he's like 28% usage too. a really good play. You jam in Kemba. I like Kemba, but there's, there's like for ceiling games, like 
he's going to have to be extremely efficient because he's just not going to get, he just doesn't get over 30 minutes. Maybe he gets a few because of the, without Tatum, the, but, but they just, Brad just doesn't like playing guys big minutes. So um, it's, it's a lot to ask for. I, I like him. He's cheap. That's the thing. You're, you're taking out a 28% usage player in, in Jason Tatum. And I, Kemba, likes to play at home in, in Boston and the crowd gets behind him and he's going to be chucking, right? Like that's going to happen. So I, I actually, I really like him tonight, but I think there's merit to, to trying to beat him for ceiling games from GPPs. Yep. Uh, I he, agree. He's cheap saying? on Yahoo. He's pretty reasonable on Yahoo too, as well. Yeah. It's a pretty good price. Definitely have to like that there. How about some of these other guys like this AK seven K range? You talked about De'Aaron Fox is a guy, uh, Clint Capella could be interesting. We, we talked about how targeting this Portland team is great. Who are some of these guys in this range? We got the Raptor situation too. Like how do you approach them with their minutes? Uh, you know, with guys like Pascal, Bia- uh, Pascal Siakam back, uh, who, who are some of the guys you're really looking at here? Um, in which range, like around, around the Kemba range or yeah, like the AK, unless there's a guy you missed in the AK range or the seven K range, who are some of the guys popping out in this, uh, higher mid tier range? Man, I mean, it's pretty int- What do you got? What are you thinking about for Kyrie Irving tonight? Yeah, you know me, I'm more of a cash game guy. So he's not someone that's completely on my radar, but he makes sense, right? If you look at what Kyrie kind of did the last game, we saw him get bumped up to 32 minutes, which I wasn't really expecting. The problem is it's the, you know, the second end of a back-to-back. I could see them, uh, you know, be a little more, uh, be a little more lenient on him. So uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to end up going to a guy like Kyrie, but I understand in tournaments, he makes a ton of sense. But I mean, they ran this guy out for 32 minutes last night and he, he looks pretty fresh. So I could see a scenario where that he surprises us and gets, you know, plays is a big chunk and plays potentially 35 minutes in this game, because I just don't think they would have rolled them out for 32 minutes yesterday, but uh, I don't know. That's just me guessing. So I think there's GVP upside appeal there in a, in a game, especially after a loss last night. Um, now other, other people, I think Capella is an awesome play again. Um, you know, he, foul trouble, stupid fouls last night, uh, really, really held down his minutes, um, 33 minutes now comes in to gets this great matchup against, uh, the trailblazers who are just pathetic against opposing centers and just pathetic defensively overall in general. So, um, I think Capella has a lot of upside. I think, um, it's just fine with Russell Westbrook back, you know, um, it just should be more potentially, you know, more, more, uh, pick and roll baskets, but, depending how, uh, how much usage Westbrook's, you know, holds for himself. But, uh, I do like him. Who else are you looking at? Yeah. In this range, like, I mean, Fox obviously makes a ton of sense, uh, in that AK range, but the seven K, like, I really don't love a ton of guys. It's mainly Kemba is the one I'm looking at. Like I'm not looking to an LMA. The one guy that we should definitely talk about here is Will Barton, right? Like, uh, we're still waiting on that Nuggets news. What if there's no Jamal Murray or a Gary Harris? Those guys are questionable. If they're not in, what do you think of Will Barton at 7K? Because we currently have him at 2%. And I think adjusting on like a site like DraftKings and making sure to jam in some Will Barton in your tournaments when we get this late news, if one of those guys are out, I think that makes a ton of sense. And he has massive, massive upside. Yeah, the only the only negative here is the the pace concerns that we touched on. The, Horn, the Hornets are dead last in pace. Nuggets 29th in pace. This is going to be a slow game, right? And if I like Jokic a lot, even with Jamal Murray out, his price at like 7K, it doesn't scream like a, val- a screaming value to me. I get it. There's potential 50-point upside, but I would like it to be a faster-paced game. 
So for me, I'm, I'm probably wouldn't, I think he's fine, especially for like cash games and stuff, but I'm probably not chasing after a huge game from him there. Like, I still think like, I hate this. I mean, I love Kemba is a way better play. Number one, I think CJ McCollum is potentially a better play. I think, uh, Tobias Harris is a potentially a better play. I think even Lamar Marcus Aldridge, uh, could be, could be a better play. So, um, these aren't, he's not someone that I would attack in GPPs and that's probably contrarian. I think, I think he'll probably get a lot of love if Murray's out. Yeah. If Murray's out, that'll definitely, uh, people will go that way. And one guy you mentioned there that I like a ton is Tobias Harris. He's going to be one of the chalkier options. And I think he's a really good play. We got Brownies fan talking in the chat about crane and saying he was awesome last night, but listen, man, don't let crane beat us. Like, uh, he got, you know, his over 150 likes, uh, guys hit the like button for us. We'd appreciate it. Don't you dare let crane beat us. That, that wouldn't be right. Uh, we got to beat him out. Right, Chris? Uh, that's a crane burner account. I can confirm that Brown, okay. brownies fan. Yeah. He, he, it, I already knew that. Yeah, that's okay. So don't, don't like cranes burner account. Get to us guys. Uh, we, we got to go out here and beat him. So hit the like button for us. We'd appreciate that. We got some news that Tyler Harrow's out. Uh, does that change anything with the heat situation? Uh, any guys pop out for you now with that news? No, I yeah, mean, there's good good plays in the Heat, regardless. But like, I mean, Jimmy Butler should be mentioned, right? Yeah, well, we, yeah, we didn't mention. Him. I mean, Harrow he accumulated, uh, you know, 21 minutes against the Knicks in the game before 29. So there are some minutes to go around. Uh, yeah, Butler at the top. Uh, talk about him a little bit. We kind of glossed over him. Does he become more interesting here against the Spurs at 8.6K? Uh, solid pivot off of Ben Simmons if you're looking to beat him. Um, I mean, Butler's just been as consistent as it gets, right? Like, the guy's just crushed this season, especially without Justice uh, Winslow. Um, so now you take out a hero as well. So this guy's going to be – he's just relied upon to facilitate this offense now, and he brings, like, that defensive upside. Um, it all – you know, he's never been – hasn't been great shooting at all all season, but he's jacking up shots. The usage is extremely high. Like, if he does have a big shooting game, then he provides massive upside. But it's like – you know what you're getting. You're going to get solid production from Jimmy Butler tonight. Yep, agree with you on that. Let's talk about some of these 6K and 5K guys. Uh, one of them there that we haven't mentioned is Jordan McRae. If a Bradley Beal is out, I wonder if any of those Wizards kind of pop for you. Uh, Gordon Hayward, another Celtic to obviously discuss. You know, Kuzma, with there being no Anthony Davis, he seems a bit priced up. But uh, who are some of these guys in the 6K and 5K range that you're interested in? Yeah, um, if Beal's out, you can definitely go back to McRae. I mean, we've... He, we all thought he was the the our Lord and Savior, right? Like when he was going for fifty burgers, and on uh, and uh, we were just plugging him in with a with an LPO. But you know, we he's a professional scorer. He's a great scorer, but he's not a great basketball player. And so, like bad games are going to happen. He makes a lot of poor decisions on the court. Um, Sixty six hundred is still a price that's. Yeah, he's definitely in play at that price, but like, there's it's not a smash as a, as it was before. So I don't think we have to go there. Like, if you compare him to to Kemba, I'll go Kemba all day for a little bit more. Yeah, but we have a pivot, right? Like Buddy Hyde, he's over here with a twenty percent uh, ownership, and a guy like a Jalen Brown, he's shooting guard eligible too at thirty two percent. You know, let's say we get this news after uh, you know pretty pretty late. Uh, you know, going up to like six fifty. Uh, is there just merit to maybe pivoting to that just for some leverage? Yeah, I guess there's always merit for leverage, right? Like, definitely. Yeah, definitely could see that. Uh, we're, we're waiting on one thing. We're waiting on is the magic news, right? What's going to happen with Fournier here? Uh, what are you kind of doing with the magic in general? Uh, is a guy like a Terrence Ross? He's a value play that's kind of cheap. Is he, do you have any interest in him? Uh, what are you kind of? How are you kind of approaching the magic? 
I mean, it's a it's a tough spot against the Lakers, who are just solid defensively. So um, I do. I'm the guys I like are. I mean, it's pretty easy for me. It would be uh, Fournier, who picks up a you know with it's actually help, a big benefit to him to not have uh, um, what's his name uh, the point guard who's out uh, DJ Augustine. Yeah, Augustine, and then uh, uh, Michael Carter Williams. Sorry, just my brain. I'm trying to look at three different things. But um, yeah, so I definitely like like him. I also like Markel Fultz, but like Fournier would be the guy. He just he's just gonna chuck shots. Like that's what he does. It's probably not gonna be very efficient against this Lakers offense. So I have mild interest. Aaron Gordon is someone who's playable too. Um, I'll pass on Booch. Um, the Lakers have been extremely good at limiting production to opposing centers. Um, do, do you think so, that's okay with Davis out though? Could Vooch be more interesting uh, with Davis out, possibly changing that matchup a bit? I mean, it's I. They still got they got big guys to bang with them, you know. I mean, he, yeah, he could could light him up a little bit from the outside, which he likes to do. But I don't know. Um, I'm just I'm not getting him right now on, on any of the builds I've been doing. Yeah, one guy you mentioned was Aaron Gordon. Six Twomp is uh, talking about him in the chat. He says Aaron Gordon or Kuzma. Uh, who would you take there in that range? Wait, Fournier? Someone wrote Fournier is questionable. Is that true? Yeah, no, he he is questionable. I mentioned it earlier. He is questionable, but uh, I thought you were just mentioning if he ends up being in. Obviously. Oh, then if he ends up in, what's he? He's got a quad injury. I didn't know that. Okay, if he's out, I mean that changes a lot of things. Then, I mean, Vooch is just going to have to shoot a ton of times. Um, Although, like the blowout is certainly going to be in play. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like Aaron Gordon fine. You, you just want guys who are going to soak up that usage, like going to soak up shots. None of them are going to be efficient in this game. But uh, So Terrence Ross would, would fit the value bill. Uh, Fournier and Fultz, if, uh, if Fournier plays, both of those guys, I mean, they just don't have many bodies to facilitate. So these guys are going to play huge minutes. Oh yeah, for sure. The, these magic guys are definitely going to get bumps here now. And uh, I'm sure that the uh, projection guys are on that, uh, you know, making those adjustments right now. Uh, you know, let's go back and talk about that Denver situation a little bit. You know, we talked about Will Barton, but some of the value plays, uh, you know, Jeremy Grant becomes a little interesting because of some of the situations going on there. Also, Amate Morris could be a really cheap value play, Chris. Uh, what would you kind of, what do you kind of do with those Nuggets plays? Then? Yeah, I mean, I would love to play Monte. Um, if, uh, if, uh, if he's out, I think it's, uh, what time's that game? So that's going to be a later game. I think there's some merit to putting him in some lineups anyway, cause he's not going to kill you regardless. Like he'll, he should get some minutes in this game, but, uh, I think there's massive upside if he ends up, you know, if, uh, Murray ends up being out. Um, so I would love to love to be all over that situation. Um, Jeremy Grant, definitely like, this is like one of the best matchups for power forwards. Um, Although I, it's not the pace that I that I would like, but it does provide a lot of steal and block uh, upside potential. Um, they're at Hornets are twenty third and opponent steals that fits his game nicely. Um, he's just been playing really well without Millsap, so uh, I definitely like him as well. Then um, who else? Um, Monte Morris and Jeremy Grant; those are the two guys I was. Yeah, I like I like them both. I like them both. All right. Uh, one guy I wanted to mention, uh, you know, with the Harrow news, what do you think? Does Kendrick Nunn get a bump? I see STL cards has him as one of his GPP plays. Any interest in him in the minutes that he gets? Yeah, you can play him for GPPs. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's – they have enough wings and guards to, like, for guys to come in. Like, maybe it gives Duncan Robinson more of a boost. Uh, but, I mean – 
Nunn's role is Nunn's role, right? Like, I don't think Hero impacts that too much. He might get a few extra minutes, which is fine. I, I don't mind it for GPPs, but um, let's try to think about who's going to take, you know, where these minutes are going to go. Like, well, how are you approaching the situation? Yeah, uh, I saw – the weird thing I saw is like, RG added Kelly Olynyk, and I was like, I don't know if, like, minutes are going to get allocated towards him. Uh, I think it just becomes maybe more tighter minutes on guys like maybe Dunn, I think, and maybe on Drogic. Like, if you look, Dunn, though, he's going to get in the 30 minutes. Let's see what Drogic has been getting as of late. Um, or he's the, Yeah, here we go. Drogic, his minutes have been 23, 28, 27, 29. So, like, that could just secure up his minutes and some usage that could get funneled his way. Maybe he enters the game a little bit earlier. So, um, I think Drogic could maybe be the guy that you look at. And on, on a site like a FanDuel, if you're looking here, Chris, at the screen share, we got 4.6K on, on FanDuel compared to DraftKings 5.5K. That could be a really nice price tag. Yep, uh, I agree. Uh, Drogic makes the most sense. Um, maybe a guy like Derek Jones Jr., uh, creeps in for a few more minutes in this game. Um, and he's always kind of, uh, exciting, but Kelly Olenek, man, what, I don't know if I can, he can't, I can't do that. I can't play that. Yeah, he got no. popped in for 16 minutes, but, uh, again, like, you know, sometimes people just like having the option, right. To, uh, so sometimes we just throw in guys there that, uh, you know, people like to have the uh, option to get in there and might get a little bit of burn. Um, Let's see, we got a question in the chat, and this is uh, you know, this is a little off topic, but a guy we didn't mention, and, and we didn't mention him one because I didn't like him that much, and uh, I don't think you liked him either, but uh, let's see. Uh, Damian Lillard, any interest in him in that 236.5 total? He's not a guy I'm really gravitating towards too much. I mean, how, why play Damian when we can play Carmelo Anthony? Well, listen, I agree with you on playing Melo, but if you're going to play Melo, like don't play any Blazers with them, right? Like if you're doing a game stack of this, just play Melo by himself. And right. It's a little revenge game. Uh, you let, you can get it on the revenge game action. Yeah, it's revenge. He's coming off a monster game. Um, it's, he's got the best matchup on the court. Um, is uh, PJ Tucker good to go? PJ Tucker has, is, you have to assume the guy's always good to go. He hasn't missed a game this season. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, he randomly was questionable and after back to back, I think there is a slight chance he misses, but I'm not expecting him to. Um, yeah, I, I, I think he probably plays too, but, uh, I think I, I like Melo in this game actually, cause you know, he's just going to be chucking and that's what I want. Um, you know, and, and I, I think Lillard is cert- certainly in play, but I think I'd rather go with McCollum just because, uh, Harden just doesn't play any defense that that's a really good spot to attack back at his price is cheap on a bunch of different sites. Like on Yahoo, I think he's only 26 bucks. Bucks, so I'd, I'd rather just like hope that you get the CJ game tonight. Although it is a national televised game. So, you know, Dame's going to be trying to do his thing. Yeah. I'm with you on that. But we got one guy in chat, K Mac LA. He's saying there are 454 people in here and we only have 83 likes. What's going on there with that? Uh, that that's a huge problem, right guys? Get on over there. We need 225 likes. If we get 225 likes, what do we get? We get Meansy's core plays and Meansy's core plays. It's a great article that you know, I use for my research. Chris uses as his research. So get on in, hit the like now. We would really, really appreciate it. And it gives you guys free content and free content's awesome. And we get to beat crane. Uh, yeah. So anyways, we got some other stuff here. We got a question. What's the deal with Sabonis? Is Miles Turner in play? He's another guy in the mid tier that we were kind of talking about. And listen, Sabonis is a guy that I'm not really touching. They talked about his knee injury. We got some news on that yesterday that I read and that knee injury is something that he might play through and he hasn't looked good. Now, I'm fading Sabonis completely. Is there any interest in maybe pivoting to some Miles Turner exposure? Yeah, especially if, I mean, if Sabonis ends up uh, getting ruled out, then uh, Miles Turner what puts up 60 fantasy points. What did he put up the other night? 
absolutely went off the other night. Um, yeah, but, I pivoted uh, to him. It was great, man. He had like a, a thousand fantasy points and he was like only 30% owned where if that news came earlier in the day, he would have been massively owned. So I think that's kind of interesting. Um, the ma- I mean, so regardless, um, I think we can expect going forward a, a trend down in minutes for Sabonis and that should help Miles Turner trend up. Turner was really kind of the forgotten guy in this team, but you know, he's coming back with a, with a vengeance here, you know, after, you know, with some more opportunity. And I, you know, I've always thought that he's underperformed and a much better player than, than he has been showing. So um, I think he's in play for sure. I think the matchup is pretty decent for him. Um, the Wolves are 24th in opponent blocks per game. Miles Turner is a guy who can definitely rack up blocks in a hurry. Um, and uh, it's just, his price is still fine. So uh, I definitely can get on board with Miles Turner and you get a big upgrade if Sabonis is out. But um, especially if like, if, if Sabonis gets hurt in game too, like it just, or if he's, you know, feeling pain in game, like he's definitely going to be having pain with this knee. I read that same report that you did. So uh, I think it's definitely a situation to keep monitoring. Yeah, I agree with you. Let's talk about more of these value plays. Like we talked about the Nuggets. We talked about Terrence Ross a little bit. Who are some of those other value plays that are popping? This isn't really my favorite slate for value, right? We don't have like that, like, and I know Eli Koba wasn't a good value play yesterday, but he felt like uh, a good value play, right? Uh, 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 yeah, it, it was painful. Sorry to bring it up, but uh, yeah, uh, listen, Koba was a guy that he, we don't have those like, you know, 7X value plays today, right? Like I'll take the lineup HQ right here and I'm going to sort by value, right? The point per dollar. We got Cody Zeller at a 6.6, you know, we got, uh, Terrence Ross. He's at a four, uh, he's at a 5.9. He's 4.4 K. Who are some of the value plays you like? Cause I just don't see these like clear cut guys. I mean, Zeller's a good value, but he didn't seem like a screaming one for me today, but I get it. Yeah. Zeller's in play. Um, tough matchup for him for sure. But, uh, you know, he did get the start, um, and uh, he's 3,900. So he's definitely in play. Like the value is really all in this mid range tonight. So, like, you got Al Horford, who's just a phenomenal play. Basically, you're getting a starting center um, who's a good – who's capable scorer, capable of racking up a bunch of peripherals in a top matchup against the Brooklyn Nets for 6,700 because Embiid's out. So, like, that's a great value. Jalen Brown is a great value tonight, right? Like, he's 6,500. He's 24 on Yahoo. He's got the best matchup against the – against Detroit. He's someone that can provide, you know, multi stack stuffing categories all over the place. You know, he can block steel. Um, he was getting super aggressive for a longer, for a period. And then it kind of shifted back to Tatum, you know, Tatum's gone now. So like, yeah, I think we're going to see Kemba chucking, but like Jalen's the other guy. So Like you're going to soak up so much usage with just Kemba and Jalen tonight that these guys are just like awesome plays at their price. Um, Daniel Tice is cheap, right? Like we saw what, uh, we saw what uh, Okafor just did to Drummond. Um, you know, maybe, you know, he doesn't have to do a ton. He did already has a good game against them on the books, you know, basically like 27 fantasy points against Detroit. Like that's going to be decent for a night like tonight, right? If we can get that. Um, what are, There's no like screaming like uh, a Kobo value, but that's a good thing, right? Like, so we... Yeah, no, it makes it a different slate. It makes it a different kind of build. Uh, let, let's go position by position real quick and kind of talk about some of our favorite plays. Like if you had to pick a point guard, Chris, uh, you know, who's your favorite point guard on this slate? Uh, you know, ba- doesn't have to be top end, low end. Like who's some of the guys you're looking at at point guard? I mean, Kemba Walker. I said uh, Malcolm Brogdon, 
right? Like this. So all of a sudden he comes back and he plays 34 minutes and he looked like, it's not just looking at the minutes. Like I watched the game. This guy looked amazing. He looked awesome. He was executing the, the Pacers looked really good with him back. Um, I'm assuming he's fine. And so if, if you're going to give me, you know, that kind of usage that he was getting before uh, he went down, you know, had his back spasms and all that back issues, whatever. But like, if you're going to give me 30 plus minutes of Malcolm Brogdon, then um, I'm all over that 6,700 also all over it on Yahoo where he's only 26 bucks, 26 or 27. It's one of those. Yeah. So it sounds like the way you're kind of building, at least from talking about this throughout the show, especially in GPPs and tournaments, it sounds like you're going more in the mid range, right? You're going to build a Kemba Walker, uh, you know, the Malcolm Brogdon's, the Jalen Browns of the world, even a Ben Simmons right at the top. He's, he's not all the way at the top, but it sounds like you, you like these mid range guys a lot more. Yep. Uh, that's what I said. Mid range is the value today. Yeah, I agree with you on that mid-range being the value. Um, If you guys want, throw in some QQs. uh, We'd really, really appreciate it. We got one right here. We got, uh, why would Markeith Morris be a lock? Uh, I don't don't think anyone's saying Markeith Morris as a lock today. No, Uh, he was maybe, or is it Markeith? They're not talking about Monty? Yeah, I think Tyler Roberson, I think we're talking about Monty Morris, right? Uh, One of the injury situations that we're monitoring. And again, we haven't gotten a lot of news. It's been a really strange... uh, Strange day. I thought we'd have a lot of the news flowing in, but uh, yeah, Monte Morris, he could be one of the locks, right? If a guy like Jamal Murray and, and a Gary Harris are out, Monte Morris, like this slate is going to change. Uh, one strategy that I like to uh, you know, employ throughout this entire slate is I'm looking at the Detroit and Boston game and the Brooklyn and Philadelphia game and maybe looking to backload some of my lineups. I'm not just going to lock in Detroit, Boston, and Brooklyn and Philadelphia guys. And one reason why I'm not going to do that is I want to make sure I give myself some flexibility. Maybe like some of the guys I'm going to look at, like Harris, Horford, and Simmons. Those are going to be like the three guys I really look at from the early games. And then the Celtics value, I'll look at Kemba, I'll look at Brown, and lock in those guys. But I'll give myself some type of flexibility because that Nuggets news is going to be super important. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Like uh, I def- like there's plenty of upside. Like he's not going to crush your lineups anyway at his price. Um, and he just has a, the potential to to really excel here. So thirty six hundred bucks, like I, I think he's a great play, regardless. Yep, with you on that. Uh, is De- is Zeller a DK cash play? What are you kind of doing with him? Do you want to use uh, you know Zeller as one of those options? That's one of the things I'm debating because I'm not sure if I want to. But I will say, if you want to use him as like a utility slot, you could easily pivot to a guy like Amante Morris later or something like that. Yep, uh, I think he's definitely in play for for cash. Um, I think he's a fine cash play. So that's where I would play him. Um, and there is some sneaky kind of upside with him too, but uh, he does fit like a nice build where you can get like the Boston value. You can get the Sixer value and you can get LeBron pretty yep. easily. Yep. I agree with you on that. By the way, so I'm, I'm refreshing the page now. Let's see how many likes we got. We got 121 likes guys. We'll do some QQs for you. We'll talk some strategy for the next 15 minutes, but we're only at 122 likes. We need, what is that? 102 more in order to get the Andy Means core plays for free tomorrow. So guys, please hit that like and subscribe for us. We really appreciate it. It helps us out. And again, we don't want to lose the Eric Crane. Don't let us lose the Eric Crane. There's tons of you guys watching right now. So please hit it. Here's the thing. Smash the like button for this reason and this reason only. I've got in my possession some pictures of Big T that Big T probably doesn't want released out to the public, right? I will post those in Discord at Big T's expense if we hit this like button. So it's not only the the core plays that you will get for any means, but you will get some never-before-seen footage of Big T that will, I promise you, be worth it. 
Yeah, that, that, that's some awesome stuff. That's over on the RG Discord chat, and Kirk posts all the fun pictures. So, uh, yeah, guys, if you want to see the good Big T pictures, make sure to do that. Uh, we got a QQ here. Is Harden going to break the slate? We talked about him a little bit at the top, but uh, I don't think I'm that interested in Harden today. How about you? No, we uh, we went over that. Um, uh, I, I mean, it just makes sense that this is going to be a Russell Westbrook. Now, you're going to get the lowest ownership probably in a long time on Harden, but that price is so prohibitive when we've got like a stacked like, – like I said, I'll pre- keep saying this over and over – the value is at mid-range. Mid-range is the value today. So it's going to be so hard to make a lineup that crushes with with Harden in it that's going to be able to go if, if these other plays pan out the way that they that I'm expecting them to. Um, you're just going to get you're just going to get crushed, right? You're going to end up with a couple of Kobos in your lineup and uh, it's not going to be fun. Now the one guy that I would take a chance with because I think that the pace of this game and I think he's going to everyone's going to be really down on like I said is Luka. So Luka Luka would be the guy um, that if I was trying to fit a really high end guy up there, I would play over Harden. But it's still right. going to be tough. it's going to be tough. All right, we got another QQ. We kind of talked about it earlier, but what are you doing with the t- Heat and Tyler Harrow situation? It does feel like a spot we might be over adjusting for it too much. Like, is it that big of a deal? We might already have some good enough mid range value where I don't think I need to. But um, we talked about Drogic a little bit, none, and then maybe Duncan Robinson was someone else that uh, someone mentioned in the chat. What do you think about Duncan Robinson maybe benefiting? Yeah, I already mentioned him, uh, Travis, on the show. If you don't remember, uh, I, I um, must I must have missed it because I was sitting there hitting the like button, man. And um, um, but Duncan Robinson is like that's a guy that makes sense, right? Like that to pick up a little bit, maybe extra minutes. I think the guy like a uh, Derek Jones Jr. could pick up an extra few minutes here. Like I would just and Jimmy Butler um, is gonna. Those are like the guy. Like just maybe it makes Jimmy Butler a little bit better of a play, but he was already a solid play. Yep. Here's a good question from JK means. And I think it's a good strategy question trying to figure out how to approach the slate. Uh, Knowing AD is out. Is it worth to pay up to LeBron James, LeBron James, or is it inevitable 60 to 65, uh, you know, on DK and where you pay down for Simmons and spread the wealth. So basically what are you doing LBJ or Simmons? If you have to only pick one, I mean, I'm taking LeBron. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. But if you can get both, I think it's a really good option. You uh, can get LeBron. Both. You can get both very easily. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. But I'm uh, it's LeBron for me first, and I think getting both isn't hard as well. Uh, here's a good one for you, and I think I know your answer: Brogdon or Derrick Rose. Um. Oh, Brogdon. Without, although you know, as a Celtics fan, a guy who just con- I'm going to look this up right now, and I know it makes no difference. It's BVP. It makes no difference, but. Derrick Rose has consistently had some big games against the the Celtics in my memories. All right, he really flopped. It has it's been a long time. So, uh forget what I was just saying. But Malcolm Brogdon is clearly the better play um for the same price. Yeah, now, another reason why I like Brogdon too and sorry to cut you off, but we we yeah. talked about Sabonis earlier, right? That knee isn't right and I don't think he's going to be a good play for a very long time with the situation going on. So, I think Brogdon's going to get funneled a lot more usage right now. I mean, Brogdon looked so good the other night that I just I'm fully confident that he's completely healthy. Like he just had back spasms and like that's gone away. So yeah, no, I, I'm with you. And like the thing is, I think it was also strep throat. So we didn't know exactly what yeah. was going on with Brogdon. So he seems like he's good to go. Uh, what do you think about Bertans? Uh, the minutes back up tonight, what would you do with him at his price range? Man, um, I think you can sprinkle him. Um, I, I have some interest, but I, it's, you know, it, 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 a lot of it hinges on whether Beal plays for sure. Right. 
Like we don't we don't know we don't have that answer yet. Correct. Like what are you thinking? Are you guessing? Do you think it's uh, do you think he's not going to play? Yeah, I thought it was weird that they came out with uh, the questionable tag. I feel like he's not going to play, but also I feel like some of these uh, Wizards price tags are already kind of up, right? Uh, that's one of the uh, worries worries I have. So I'm not going to jam in all these Wizards, but I think some of them are certainly in play. I mean, one guy, the, like we said, it was McCurry. Obviously, it's 6.6. It's pricey, but he has such a high ceiling. I mean, really, we should be talking more about the Bulls. Um. This is the the pace up spot for the Bulls, right? Like the so then not only that, like the it's also the nut matchup is from a defensive rating standpoint. The Wizards are so bad on the defensive end of the court, right? So like, there's a lot of good plays here. Like okay, and I'll highlight one for example on Yahoo that I wrote up, Chris Dunn, or um, right? Like he's he's a good play tonight. So he's terrible, right? He's got he's a very limited offensive game, but so there has to be like a certain type of game that I, that I go to him and I go to him quite frequently in these spots. It has to be a pace up spot. Number one, right? It has to be, he has to be playing um, against high usage guards, right? Cause they utilize him for his defensive purposes, right? So yeah. you want, you want him on the floor. You want the minute upside. You want a game where he's going to get over 30 minutes or close to 30 minutes in, right? That makes sense tonight with like, if Beal plays, if McCray plays, right? Like the, all the, the usage monsters on the wizards are all, are all guards. So um, that creates situations where he can get steals points in transition. And that's what you want. That's how you have a good uh, Chris Dunn game. Now he's a little bit overpriced on, on DraftKings potentially. Um, but I still think he's in play, but like on Yahoo, he's a smash at like 14 bucks. Yeah, no, I pulled it up here. If you're looking at the screen share, you got your, uh, you know, reasonings for it. And Chris Dunn definitely can make a ton of sense. Could get a ton of steals, right, against a guy like an Isaiah Thomas. Uh, QQ, Thice or Tucker for DKGPPs? I'm on Thice. How about you? Yeah, Daniel Thice. Um, and then uh, I didn't didn't get to mention Laurie Markkinen, um, who has struggled recently. But, like, this is, like, the best possible matchup he can possibly have. Um, also we still have the situation with Wendell Carter Jr. out. So like, yes, they're a train wreck on the defensive end if he play picks up center minutes, but like, this is, this shouldn't matter. This game should be kind of crazy. And I think we're going to see big minute upside from him and the potential is certainly there. And I think he even dropped like 47 against them previously this season. Yeah. Also, if you're looking at the uh, screen share now, we got, uh, the last time that, uh, you know, Laurie Markkinen had his biggest game. He almost had 50 fantasy points. He had a 49.25. And who is that against? The Washington Wizards. So, uh, great matchup spot. And he's listed as a GPP play here. We got one guy in chat, uh, Taylor Breeden. He's saying, I heard big T pictures. So, uh, I, I was going to hit the like. So he ran over and hit the like. Tell the people if they just jumped in, why should they hit the like, Chris? Because I've got some never before seen footage of Mr. Big T that I will release if we get to our certain level on uh, in our Discord chat. And uh, he probably won't be happy with it, but you know what? I don't really care. Yeah, Chris is just being the man of the people. And you also I, get. I, I like digging up pics, posting them. If you haven't been around and seen, uh, I've got some good photos of Grant. Uh, it's, uh, so if you've got some good photos out there, I'm going to find them. Yeah, and you guys get to enjoy it and get a good laugh and get the Meansies core place too. So hit that like. We would really, really appreciate it. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Allen or Gordon in a GPP? Um, sorry, say that again. Who? Allen. I think Jared Allen or, Jared uh, Allen? or Aaron Gordon, GPP. Um, Jared Allen makes sense in this game. Um, I actually played DeAndre Jordan last night. He was like my crazy play, and he did pretty well. Um, I expected more minutes out of him against Gobert. 
And uh, I think the tables have turned to Jared Allen tonight. And um, so uh, Jared Allen is, I think it definitely, impl- I'll take Jared Allen in that situation. Yeah, we got another question. Uh, what, uh, this is from Kelly uh, Geary. What center from the Lakers do you take, Dwight or McGee? I would lean McGee, uh, and I think he's actually a pretty good value today on this slate. I just don't know if you're allocating your salary and your value plays towards there, but what do you think of McGee? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, Dwight's been better, though, correct? I mean, the, what's the price? That's the thing is with pricing with those two guys. So Dwight, yeah. Dwight's going to be more expensive, right? Yeah, Dwight's 5.5, and McGee, I mean, still only 4.5K. Notorious has him tagged as a cash game play. Then uh, there's your answer. All right, uh, let's see what we got here. Um, we got Is Bruce Brown a good play? Any interest in him? Man, uh, just not against the Celtics. I just don't see him you know, having the type of game that we, you really need from them. Um, there's just better plays. So I'd say no. Wait for a better matchup. All right. We got uh, Butler or Simmons. You got to pick one. Eileen Simmons, but Butler's definitely intriguing now here. I think I think Simmons is the cash play and Butler's the GBV play. Man, uh, I actually like Jimmy Butler better. Yeah, J- Jimmy Butler could definitely be interesting now without Harrow. And uh, I haven't like, obviously adjusted stuff on my end. I'm sure they're adjusting stuff over here in the RG Projection channel. And uh, we got 200 likes, guys. Five more minutes to get 25 likes. That's all we need. You get me score plays. We get to embarrass Crane because we, you know, we got to beat Crane. We can't let him embarrass us. And then we also have, you know, the big T picks, right? So you got to jump in on the big T picks, right, Chris? I mean, the, the, the crane Santa picture should be embarrassing enough for the guy. Have you seen that, that picture? Oh, <laughs> I have, I we're in a different chat together and I saw that you posted the crane Santa picture and I was laughing because it's that beard is one of the roughest Santa beards I've ever seen. Yep. Um, yep. So go ahead. And we got uh, one guy asking if we can ever pronounce buddy Hyde's name, right? Uh, it's, it's a joke. Uh, it's a chop joke. Uh, we, we know it's buddy healed, but we all call him buddy Hyde over here. It's a good time. Uh, here's a good question that we talked about at the top. You want Drummond or Levine? Uh, who's your favorite of those two? I think it's a tough one. Man, it is tough. I mean, I'll take Levine. I think this is, I mean, the, the, if you've just look up Levine's usage lately, it's insane. Plus he gets the most minutes on a team. Now I think Drummond is going to come back strong. I think they're both going to be good plays. I don't mind playing them together, but if I had to choose one, it's definitely Levine. All right, let's see. It's have- crazy, right? It's crazy. It's like a, a one week has totally like warped. I know mind. it's it's tough, but I I kind of think it's Levine too. But man, Drummond could absolutely crush. Um, here's a good question: Who's the best shooting guard uh, in the mid tier section? So I don't know what site you're talking about, but if you're talking about DraftKings, Jalen Brown probably at six point five k is my favorite, followed by maybe like Malcolm Brogdon or or Buddy Heald, as uh, some people would like us to say. Those are probably my top three shooting guard plays in the mid tier. How about you? Yep. Um, yeah, Jalen, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, Buddy, Jimmy Butler. Those All are my right. favorite, favorite uh, shooting guard plays today. All righty. Uh, LeBron and Ross or McCullum and Fox? Man. Um, so it's the pay up LeBron with the maybe value uh, Terrence Ross and then CJ McCullum yeah. and Fox are two great mid-tier plays that you like. It's really close. Um, I'll, I'll take the LeBron though. All right. Uh, this is a tough Turner or Zeller. I mean, that does it. It's probably Turner, right? Because straight raw points. I don't think that one makes a ton of sense. Uh, people in the discord chat, uh, we got people talking about the discord and how awesome it is over there. So if you guys haven't joined in on the RG discord, it's absolutely awesome. 
Uh, Brogdon or Barton today? That's a fun one because Barton's definitely a guy that could get a massive, massive bump. What do you think about that? Um, sorry, Barton or who? Barton or uh, the guy that you like, Brogdon. Uh, and I think that's a really tough one, but I think you'll lean Brogdon. Yeah, I'm going to go Brogdon. He just looked so good to me that uh, I'm on board. All right, listen, we got two more minutes here. Two more minutes. Uh, you know, guys, hit the like. We need six likes. That's all we need. You get Meansy's core plays. You get the big T picks. It's a good time, so only six more likes. FanDuel GBP, Drummond or Jokic? Who do you got? Uh, Jokic. Yeah, if you read Kirk's uh, Yahoo article, uh, he is on Jokic, and I think I would lean Jokic as well. I think he has a big game. Uh, here's a Yahoo question. Rank the $30 guards. There's a ton of them. So who are your $30 uh, guards? Uh, Kemba. Kemba's number one. Um, let me pull up who uh... – well, it's just 30 bucks. One side. I wasn't prepared. Yeah, it's okay. We got news that no cat tonight. I think we expected that. But uh, as you're pulling that up, we got some news flowing in. No Carl Anthony Towns. One guy we didn't mention who will be a pretty good value play now is Jared Culver. I think he can be really interesting. He's been playing pretty good basketball as of late. So uh, look at him as an option. Yeah. Um, Kemba, number one, for the that answer that question. Um, I mean, there's there's no other $30 guard, so I don't understand where you're what he's what he's looking for i mean there's dinwiddie i guess you could do but i'm I'm not even considering him tonight but the guys that i like from the guard positions would be jalen brown i love uh kemba i love zach levine i like jimmy butler i love um and at the point guard position i love malcolm brogdon um on the high end i like lebron and then uh i like uh ben simmons all right that's my whole pool of guards on yahoo tonight all right, that's what Chris is thinking there overall. It sounds like he's on more of the balanced approach, maybe looking to jam in some LeBron, and I am too. But guys, we got to kind of get on out of here. We have 231 likes. We really, really appreciate it. If you have any comments, feel free to put them in the comment section, how you thought of the show, what you liked, what you didn't like. Uh, I'll check it out, and you know we'll uh, talk about it and you know make the show best for you because we want to help you guys out. We are the man of the people, and I'll be back with you on Friday, Kirk. Any final thoughts? Uh, no, uh, hit us up, hit us up on discord, get jump in discord. I was in there at like three in the morning talking strategy with some people. So, uh, yeah, come, come be a part of this. Yep. Jump in the rotor grinders discord. That's what Kirk will be posting those big T picks. So we got to get out of here though, though, guys, good luck with Andy means and Kevin Roth and JSU coming up on crunch time, but we got to go for me, Travis Mangone and Chris Kirk. We're out of here.